The Southern Middle Tennessee Prep Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Zion Christian Academy, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Coach's Corner, Fast Stop Convenience Stores, Lee Company, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Their trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact them today at 931-381-2663 or visit mtbj.net. Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yao. Good Friday morning and welcome in to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. I am Chris Yao, joined by Mo Patton and Coach Mike, the lustrous potentate. Back on the controls. Glad, after, to, glad to be back home, guys. I bet you are. Uh, until, you know, yeah, next week. Until, until next week, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've also got intern one Andrew Moore in the house with us. And we come to you, of course, live from the Lee Company studio here in the Front Porch Sports headquarters of WKOM 1017 FM, live on Facebook and Twitter. Happy to have all of you here with us and hope that you will stick around for a fantastic show. Glad to be back in studio, although we had a lot of fun yesterday at the Tennessee Softball Coaches Association Softball All-Star Games. That was a lot of fun, and hope that you will stick around to hear more about that later this hour. We have Bruce Slatton coming up later on this hour as well in the next segment. Jeff Him coming up, talk a little Nashville Sounds because they got a they got a pretty big not this weekend is big, but next weekend is huge because one it's at home and uh they really need to keep getting uh keep getting better <laughs> as they have struggled since that fifteen game win streak. So we'll talk to him, talk Braves and much more. NBA trade stuff going on. So it's just been a crazy morning already. It's Friday, so but it is a beautiful day. Outside here on the West 7th camp, as you can see. Good morning, Mo. What's going on, buddy? Just trying to get going, man. Um, you struggling, too, because, like, we're struggling. Yeah. I and, I and what's crazy is I was in bed by 10-something last night. I, mean, I just feel like... It's I'm, just a long day. I'm just exhausted. Yeah. I mean, you know... I'm ready for the weekend. Now, you, on the other hand, get no no break. But Ain't no rest for the wicked. Yeah. Although it would probably do me to find a side hustle of some sort. So, Well, I'm, I'm, every just about every penny that I earn this weekend will be spent, unfortunately. But it will it's be. typically the way it goes. It will be, um, be a good first Father's Day weekend for me. Really excited about it. I'm heading to Rome, Georgia to 
DJ a wedding, and then I will head a little farther south into North Atlanta, Marietta, Smyrna area for the Sunday night baseball game between the Braves and Cardinals, so that'll be fun. You hope? It's going to be fun either way. I mean, I will have fun because it will be a Braves game with my kid, her first one, and that sort of thing. So it's it's going to be exciting no matter what. And that means, by the way. You're, you're starting her on the heartbreak early, huh? Hey. <laughs> what is it? Train up a child in a way they should go? Yeah, I mean. It is that that's exactly the way it should go. But, yeah, so it, it's going to be a good weekend. Uh but I do have to leave at 7.30 in the morning. I have to leave my house at 7.30 in the morning because the wedding is at 2 Eastern, and I need to be there about two hours ahead of time to make sure that I am set up and ready to go. So, <laughs> yeah. Have fun with that. Say, have fun watching the sunrise. You have to leave your house at 7.30. Yeah, yeah. The sun will be up and, and everything, yeah, yeah, but, right. but I will be. I will have to be up about 6.30. Um. Hopefully, when I get home today, I'll get home pretty early today, and I will take and I will make sure that uh, we are packed and ready to go. That I just have to get in the truck and take off. I will think about you as I roll over. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Sunday, I get to rest a little because the freaking game is at seven o'clock. Whoever thought that was a good idea? <laughs> well, thank you for the four letter. Mm, yeah, the four letter TV station. I, w- uh, I may have to mute that one if I watch it at all, because there, there will be a there will be a college world series game on as well. Like you said, yeah. Mo, the positive is I don't have to listen. To there you it. go. <laughs> yep, tough to hear a rod when you're in the stadium. <laughs> and, and and Sarah was like, and you won't be at work on Monday. That's right. We will not be on the air on Monday unless Mo decides he wants to come in and do this thing by himself. What was that you said? We will not be on the air on Monday. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There's no unless. There's no if, ands, or buts. It is. We're just not going to be here. No. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll have a best of show. What do you say? We'll we'll put together. I'll put together a best of show and I'll send it. It'll out be a there. short one. Yeah. <laughs> we'll th- we'll throw in some some fun stuff. So anyway, a lot going on in this show. Like I told you earlier, we got a lot to talk about. Columbia Academy will be at the BCAT Hoop Fest this weekend, and we're going to talk to Bruce Slatten about all the things that he's got going on because they've got a ton of stuff uh, this weekend, next weekend. Uh, going to be a lot of fun. Excited to talk about some more softball because, in case you missed it yesterday, uh, we went live for that West Middle All-Star game, and it was fun. We broadcasted it on Facebook, and everybody seemed to enjoy uh, having uh, the coverage. So. I don't know if they enjoyed the broadcast, but they enjoyed the coverage. <laughs> so there's that. Oh, man. Uh, and I hate we didn't get any video of that home run derby, but whatever. It is what it is. Andrew? Minicamp went well for the Titans. It did. And A lot of exciting videos that came out of it, too. No kidding. How about that picture of Julio? The one-handed oh the uh, jump the, catch. the the one that's my uh, screensaver oh is <laughs> it? that's what I'm talking about yeah. come on it's a beautiful oh. beautiful photo it really is that's a, that's awesome that's that's a good screensaver right there it, 
it's it's super exciting. We're we're so pumped about this. Um, this is going to be an incredible season, offensively at least. Um, some quick news to get to. I didn't see this at the top. I guess Mo Mo snuck some news in on us. That's um, what I do. Yesterday, <laughs> right here in Columbia, big football news on the middle school front down at Whitthorn. They named their new football coach, and super excited to tell you about the coach from upstairs, James Dickinson, who was named the Whitthorn head football coach yesterday. That's exciting news. Uh, good luck to him. And I, I think, you know, most recently at Zion Christian helping out Brad Lauer down there. He's been at Columbia Academy. He's been at Columbia Central. He's been around. And I think that when it comes to teaching kids how to play football, the fundamentals, James Dickinson will do a good job with those young men. So congratulations to him. And he will be a good role model for them. So, and as he as he demonstrated at Zion last year, if he's got any talent at all, they're going to be winning games as well. He he found ways to win with the uh, with a team that was depleted in numbers a little bit. Went up against bigger programs. Went up against uh, physically stronger programs, and uh, pulled off some surprises. And the ones he wasn't able to pull out, they were in the game for quite some time. So. Um, with the talent level, he'll probably get it at Whitthorn. Uh, probably going to be a, a pretty successful run. I think the most important thing about him being at Whitthorn is, you know, being able to teach building blocks, teach fundamentals, yeah. mm-hmm. and get kids ready for when they get to right. Columbia Central to contribute on the high school level. And that's – that is the most important part. It really is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it's nice. You know, winning winning is great. Everybody wants to win, but that's not what middle school football is about. Yeah. But at the no, no, it shouldn't ready be. For that I next mean, level and uh, you know, we are build, building thing. building up numbers and getting kids excited about playing and and getting them yeah. excited about moving on. I mean, it's not it's not high school. It doesn't yeah. need to be high school. So. Well, it's the it's the closest thing uh, high school football has to a farm system, and uh, and like you said, building the fundamentals, establishing the the idea uh, of the work ethic and stuff like that, and James will do a fantastic job of that. No question. Also, another coaching news: former Lawrence County girls hoop standout Taylor Clark is uh, moving into the coaching ranks over at Treveca. Joining Chad Hibden's staff. Uh, we got that news this morning. Following in Daddy Shane's footsteps. Yeah. Um, we're excited to add Taylor to our program. She has already proven to be a big asset and is going to be a key to the development of our student athletes, says longtime Treveca coach Chad Hibden. Um, Taylor started four years over at Lipscomb. Finished with a thousand plus points and four hundred plus rebounds. Um, two-time All Atlantic Sun. I'm sorry, All A Sun Conference selection, and um, 
helped the Bisons to a pair of conference tournament semifinals. Lipscomb went undefeated at home during her senior season. So, big ups to her. Congrats. And finally. Not so happy news. Um, yeah, not certainly not for us. Yeah. Um, Wade Neely, who has been sports information director, athletic media relations director, however you care to term that position at Martin Methodist College for the past 12 years, is no longer. So, um, hate to see the Pulaski native leave. He was definitely a friend of the show and, and you know, just a top-notch guy in that position and will be interested. interesting to see who winds up in that position at Martin Methodist slash UT Southern as of July 1st with this news coming down. So, Wade Neely, no longer the contact person. If you need some information on Martin Methodist Athletics. Don't call him. Don't call him. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's uh, that. That's it for the, the, I guess, news of the day. Before we take our first break here on this Friday, we need to tell you about some scores in tonight's schedule, this weekend's schedule. I don't have – I did not uh, put in the weekend schedule for uh, basketball because it may or may not happen. Uh, and also didn't give you the College World Series. We, we can give you the College World Series schedule too, so we'll get to that. Um, but let's give you the Friday Rundown. What do you say? This is The Rundown. The Friday Rundown is brought to you by Chip Walters of Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. The voice of the Blue Raiders also wants to be your trusted advisor in real estate. Contact Chip at 615-542-1915 or through his website at choosechip.net. Chip Walters, proud to support local youth sports in southern Middle Tennessee. In Thursday, baseball action of interest. Um, the Chicago Cubs defeated the New York Mets 2 to nothing. It was the Colorado Rockies 7, the Milwaukee Brewers 3, and... The Brace snap a two-game winning. Uh, I'm sorry, two-game losing streak with a four-nothing victory over the Cardinals. We'll talk more about this one later in the show. In the NBA playoffs last night, it was the Milwaukee Bucks 104, the Brooklyn Nets 89. That series will go to a game seven with that decision. In WNBA action, the Storm defeated the Fever 79-69. Mystics edged the Dream 96-93. Chicago Sky. An 81 winner over the Connecticut Sun. Uh, Minnesota defeated Dallas 85-73. And the Aces eclipsed the triple-digit mark with a 103-76 win over New York. In the Stanley Cup playoffs, the... um Tampa Bay Lightning defeated the New York Islanders 2 to 1. Tampa Bay took a 2 to 1 lead with that win. Um today's baseball schedule of interest. The Braves continue their four game series against visiting St. Louis. That game is a 6:20 start. It can be seen on Valley Sports South. It can also be heard on our sister station 103.7 WKRM FM. Pre-game begins there at 5:05. Also at 9-10 tonight, Tampa travels to Seattle. That game can be seen on ESPN+. Plus. In the NBA playoffs, 
76ers travel to State Farm Arena for a matchup with the Hawks. Game six, the Hawks lead that series 3-2 and can close it out at 6.30 on ESPN. At 9 o'clock on ESPN, the Utah Jazz travels to the Los Angeles Clippers trying to even that series as the host Clippers lead 3-2. WNBA Action Tonight on CBS Sports Network. It's the Phoenix Phoenix Mercury at the LA Sparks at 9.30. Stanley Cup for the first time this year. And a team from the United States will play inside Canada's borders as the Vegas Golden Knights travel to the Montreal Canadiens for a 7 p.m. puck drop on USA Network. In College World Series action tomorrow, it is Stanford and North Carolina State at 1 o'clock on ESPN and then Vanderbilt, Arizona in the nightcap at 6 o'clock. That is also on ESPN on Sunday, Tennessee takes on Virginia at one on the Deuce, and Texas Mississippi State in the nightcap at six, also on the Deuce. Post nineteen travels to Troy, Alabama, for the post seventy Father's Day Invitational this weekend. In fact, they hopefully are already there or close because they play at two o'clock today against Tupelo, Mississippi. Post forty nine, followed by a four o'clock game against Gaucher. Amity out of Louisiana. On Saturday, they are scheduled to play Covington, Georgia, post 32 at noon. The tournament wraps up on Sunday. All those games will be at Troy University. And that is your Friday rundown on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. All right, we're going to talk to Bruce Slatton in the next segment. Uh, he got me in my ear because I'm I can hear what Coach Mike hears, so that's why I got a little messed up there on the rundown. But uh, we'll talk to Bruce Slatton on. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to my world. It was that was wild. Uh, he is the BCAT executive director and a former Kalioka boys basketball coach. So we'll talk to him about what's going on with BCAT Hoops Fest and what they have next week as well. So stick around on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. We'll be right back to Lee Company Studio right after this. If you've listened to this show at all, you know Chris and I are always up for a good meal. Located off Port Royal Road, Coach's Corner is the only locally owned and operated sports bar in Spring Hill. Bringing you the best sports bar atmosphere and food possible, make sure to check out their inventive menu, especially their delicious burgers. Check them out at coachescornersportsgrill.com. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company. Call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. Sports and beyond. It's on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. This is the Lee Company Studio here in the Front Porch Sports Headquarters of WKOM 1017 FM. I'm Chris Yao, joined by Mo Patton, Coach Mike on the controls, Andrew Moore 
hooking you up with that video on Facebook and Twitter. So if you're watching there, welcome in. Give Andrew a shout. Let Make sure to uh, like, comment, and share the, the video as it will help us get into as many news feeds as possible. A lot of great stuff coming up this summer in regards to high school preparation <laughs> uh, because team camps for basketball are, are well underway. Seven-on-seven seven football next week is going to be a lot of fun. I know there's an event over at Spring Hill. There's an event at Shelbyville. Uh, it's just going to be a really good couple of weeks right before this dead period hits, so nice catch there. Uh Mo, you're taking a page out of my book from yesterday. Surprisingly where, athletic. Where I was the uh, the nice catch guy. Uh, so, But to talk about some of the things that are happening, we have on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline, the BCAT Executive Director and former Cullioca Boys basketball coach, Bruce Slatten, joining us now. So good morning, Coach. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Well, thanks a lot. It sounded like uh, Mo was playing a little seven on seven in the uh, in the booth there. Nah, just trying to keep some papers from falling and um, making more noise than they already did. So yeah, um, Bruce, pre- appreciate you taking some time because I know you're busy um, getting uh, this um, getting this hoop fest situation together down in memphis this weekend um i think i think columbia academy is en route as we speak um how many teams have y'all got where y'all playing what you got going well uh roughly we've got about 75 teams from across the state um as far away as uh uh kingsport dobbins bennett and science hill uh, from johnson city are coming out here to play um and uh, we, you know, have several Middleton C teams coming, as well as other Eastern C teams. But I think we've got four of the five defending state champions coming uh, out here. Uh, you know, and and it's a, you know, what, what's so fun about these events for the kids is that, uh, you know, they, it's an NCAA live recruiting period for high school events only. And so, uh, you know, we we right now have. Well over fifty, uh, uh, you know, colleges, universities at all levels that have already, uh, you know, pre-registered and uh, you know, and will be here all the way from uh, ACC and Big Twelve schools to SEC. So, uh, so it's a, you know, it's a good event for the kids, and and uh, you know, we we work hard at um, you know at, at this, and we're playing our games at Briarcrest Christian um, uh, and and at Bartlett High School. And, uh, you know, so we, we got really good locations and, uh, you know, easy access off the interstate. And, you know, we, we would, you know, love to get this thing up to, you know, a hundred of our best teams around the state eventually. But, uh, but we're about 75, which is up, uh, over 20 teams from, uh, from two years ago when we first did these events. That's what I was getting ready to ask you. So this is the second time y'all have done this because last year you weren't able to, obviously. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. Yes, and uh, we, um, you know, it, it was a kind of a multitude of things. You know, obviously with COVID and and then the NCAA shut down recruiting, so uh, so it was, uh, you know, there, it, it was just a, you know, it just kind of fell through the, the cracks, and and we've come back bigger and better, uh, we think this year, and uh, you know, so it's it's uh, just you know just an outstanding group of teams uh, coming down here, and uh, you know, we're we're really excited about that. 
Speaking on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with BCAT, Basketball Coaches Association of Tennessee Executive Director Bruce Slatton regarding the BCAT Hoop Fest that's going on this weekend down in Memphis. And also um, the following weekend, Bruce, y'all have a um, kind of an individual showcase. Is that right? Yes, we do. Um, uh, it's called the the Tennessee Top 100, and uh, we're uh, we're having that over at Lebanon High School, and we have some of the best players in the state that are uh, that are going to be in that event. And uh, you know, it's uh, it'll be just on Saturday, the 26th. Uh, we get started about 10 o'clock uh, that morning, and we'll be you know finishing up probably around 4:30 or 5. And uh, we already have several. You know, college coaches that are coming in to watch our kids play from around the state. So, it, it, you know, that's going to be a great event. And, uh, we're just excited. You know, it's it's something new uh, that, that the high school coaches have not had for, you know, well over 20 years, uh, you know, when they started those two years, you know, in 2019. So, uh, you know, so it's, uh, you know, we're, we're just really excited to be able to host this and showcase our talent and, uh, you know, and, and get our coaches uh, kind of on the same page, you know, working together and, uh, you know, it's just been uh, it's been exciting for us as a, as an organization. You know, I'm not sure who all will be in that top 100 event, but um, speaking to Nick Campbell on something unrelated a couple of weeks ago from Columbia Central, he said that Q Martin will be mm-hmm. heading over there for that. So, um, should sure. be interesting. Now, what? How does that work? Do y'all? Just assign kids to teams, or <laughs> well, I can tell you the kind of the process we use. We, you know, we we uh, we you know take obviously take nominations from the high school coach, and uh, and then we we take it from also opposing coaches, and uh, you know from you know in, in within their district, and we actually have <laughs> rivalries aside. You know, we have several coaches will say, well, you need to look at this kid at, at this school or, or that school. And, and they really don't have a dog in the race, but they think that they're a, you know, that they're a good player and need to be there. And then what we do, we, we have several of the uh, college coaches around the state that we ask to compile a list of, of kids in the, well, this year, for instance, it will be the 22, 23, and 24 classes. And, and just to send them in, you know, whether it's 15 or 20 names that, uh, you know, in, in each class that you're kind of keeping your eye on right now and, and you know, uh, either recruiting or thinking about recruiting. And, uh, and uh, you know, and so we, we take, you know, what the college coaches say very you know, seriously. And then we have a committee of about five coaches that, um, you know, kind of pick the kids and, and whatnot. So we, uh, you know, it is an invite-only event. And, and uh, you know, and, and that's, uh, you know, because realistically, if we were to, uh, you know, number one, the, the college coaches at any level, they've got specific kids when you have an event like this that they want to come and see. And uh, now that's not to say that they won't get there and, and find a couple other guys that they like. But, you know, if you if you open an event like that up and, and make it, you know, you know where everybody can come. We we're going to have 500 kids there, and, and uh, you know, so it's a it's a or, or at least wanting to come, and so uh, so we do it invite only, and that's that's on par with the other states that, that do these events, uh, you know, with what they did. Speaking on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with BCAT Executive Director Bruce Slatton, uh, Coach, I want to go back to the Hoop Fest for just a moment because. Sure. Uh, you guys are live streaming this event uh, with in, in cooperation with Baller TV. Is that correct? 
Absolutely. And, and uh, uh, we'll have at least six gyms, uh, I'm sorry, at least five gyms that will be live streamed. Uh, all the games at Briarcrest High School will be live streamed at Bartlett. Uh, and then I think we're going to be at the Bartlett Ninth Grade Academy is, is the other games that will be streamed. And uh, there's, you know, I think it's maybe, it's not very much. It's like 10 or $15 and you get access to, to all the games. And, uh, um, you know, and, and that's, a, that's a, you know, I think that runs per month or something like that. But if you got a team that you'd like to see play, uh, or if you're interested in, in looking at the schedule of the games, uh, we have um, you know we have all that stuff posted uh, on our website at bcat bcat hoops dot com, and you can look up the you not only can you look up the the schedule by each court that we're using. You can also look up your individual team and find their schedule only. You know, so if you're a Columbia Academy fan, you just scroll down to the Columbia Academy um, uh, page and, and you'll see what time they play and where they play and, and all that. So then you can look it up on Baller TV. Right. Independence will take on Mitchell at noon today. Uh, that will be at the uh, at Bartlett and then they will mm-hmm. also play Booker T. Washington and Briarcrest all today. And then tomorrow they get Germantown, Dobbins, Bennett, and Covington. They, so yeah. they'll play six games. Uh, the The Eagles will have six opportunities. I know, I know they're going to be broadcast at least twice, so that'll be yeah, great. Yeah, um, yeah and I, I'm not sure what Columbia Academy schedule is off the top of my head. And, and of course, we have Franklin, Brentwood Academy, Innsworth, mm-hmm. um, gosh, Ravenwood. Uh, all those schools I know we're out, out here and probably missing a couple, <laughs> you know, kind of, kind of in y'all's area. Oh, I bet you are. Uh, With seventy-five teams, you said I, I'm. I'm sure you don't have all of them committed to memory. <laughs> yeah, not not really. Not with my, as, as you know, Mo, my, my memory uh, is not great. Hey, man. Know, the uh, the memory is the first thing to go, and the second is. Um, I'm sorry, I don't remember. <laughs> nice. Well, I, I attribute it to too many late nights at MTSU back in the 80s. So, uh, so I better, but I, but I digress. So. Yeah, you, you, we do. <laughs> hey, speaking on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with BCAT Executive Director um, Bruce Slatton. Bruce, as you said, this is the second time that you all have done the Hoops Fest in the uh-huh. Top 100. First was in, 09, uh, in 19, obviously, last year, asterisk. What prompted all of this to start with? Because the summer traditionally, you know, team camps have been a thing, but the summer's been dominated by, quote, AAU ball, which is a phrase that everybody kind of uses accurately or otherwise. But um, it kind of seems like this is an effort to bring a little bit more of the spotlight to the actual high school basketball programs in the summer yeah it is and and uh well you know here's the bottom line and uh and and uh we were you know in in the summer of 2018 we were at the national high school basketball coaches association uh uh, national convention and uh and where we had about 40 of our 50 states uh, represented and and we we had three days of meetings and, and one of the topics was getting the high school coaches back into the AAU or getting them back into the recruiting mix. Um, and, you know, for probably at least 15 years, the high school coach had kind of been marginalized through the recruiting process with AAU basketball. 
And, uh, and then along, you know, in September of that same year was when the scandal broke with Adidas and uh, all the shoe companies and, you know, Louisville, Arizona and all these, you know, uh, schools. And so that push helped. I think we, we, the BCAT were actually the ones that, that, you know, just threw it on the table to do two high school events, two high school weekends in uh, June and uh, never dreaming that it would come about. Well, when that scandal broke, that uh, kind of helped push these along with the NCAA and the, and the National Association of Basketball Coaches, which is mostly college and, and pro coaches. And so, um, you know, we that was able to be pushed through to where we got two weekends. And then AAU got uh, one weekend or two in April and two in July. And uh, so, you know, it really worked out well you know, to help the high school coach get back into the, you know, into the mix. And I think part of, you know, part of our issue too sometimes, state, you know, nationwide is a lot of our high school coaches, especially in Tennessee, don't recognize the, uh, the, the true magnitude of these events uh, because, uh, you know, they, they, they don't understand that this, you know, that, that college coaches are, are going to be here. I mean, you know, it's, uh, you know, I, I know two years ago we ran 100 Division One programs through Memphis. And we'll we'll do that again this weekend. So, uh, you know, if you've got players that can play, they need to be out here so they can be showcased. And one thing that we found out in in you know in surveying the college coaches after the event was they actually like these events better after seeing them than they uh, than they did with the um, you know with some of the AAU things because they were actually being coached by their coach. You know, they were actually running a, a system. And, uh, you know, and, and so uh, a lot of the coaches that we talked to and surveyed after the events uh, really enjoyed the team camp aspect uh, more so than any other event they attend, uh, uh, you know, on, on each year. So, uh, you know, so these events are, I think, are going to be here to stay. It's, it's right now it's on a three-year cycle, which next year will be, uh, it'll be back up for, a, you know, for, for a vote. Uh, and uh, I think that right now, I think the college coaches are going to be, you know, uh, overwhelmingly in favor of keeping these events in June. And, you know, uh, there, there may be some tweaks, you know, to the schedule and whatnot. But, uh, but I think, I think that, uh, that they'll keep it, you know, uh, pretty much the last two weekends of June. Certainly going to be a, a different element to the recruiting process, I think. And I think it's a positive thing. These kids need to play with each other. I mean, it, it only makes high school basketball better. So we appreciate the fact that you are allowing uh, – I, I guess you're giving an opportunity to college coaches to see these guys playing each other. So, Mo, sure. you have one more thing? Yeah, I do have one more thing. And I know we are past a break. But, Bruce, real quick. <laughs> um, yes. And, again, we're on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Bruce Slatton of BCAT. Shot clock. High school, oh, yes dear. or no? <laughs> he said real quick. He, he realized he just said real quick about the shot clock. Well, uh, yes. I, I said, well, I, you know, he, it, Mo probably wants about a ten second shot clock. Is what he's wanting. So we, we got a half court shot coming up. But uh, no, I, you know, uh, I, I think that the majority of our coaches are going to be in favor of it. We we have not surveyed them. We actually did uh, about two years ago when. Uh, Georgia and Arkansas passed it, uh, and, and uh, I think it goes in full in implementation in Georgia this year. Uh, but uh, but I, we, we did survey our coaches at that time, and it was about 80% that were in favor of it at some wow. 
you know, at some uh, some level, you know, whether it be 35, 40, 45, whatever. Uh, so we, but we have not done that, and uh, you know, uh, since since this past, but uh, but I think it's probably something that's going to be good for the game eventually. I mean, there's going to be some adjustments to it as coaches. Uh, but you know our kids a lot of times play with the shot clock in AAU, so it's you know, and and they're going to play that way in college. So you know, so I think it's uh, I think it's coming. I think it's just a matter of when, and uh, you know, it, it, it'll be in Tennessee. Um, but you know, to answer your question, um, I, I I could I could uh, go either way with it myself. But uh, but I think our coaches are going to be you know in favor of it. And let me say this, uh, and, and this goes back to what I was saying in the previous question. Uh, or you know, I want to thank uh, Bernard Childers, and Bernard has has been all in on these events, and uh, you know uh, to help us because he has to approve them and we have to run them. So uh, so I, I'll tell you, he's been uh, he's been great to work with through these things. And I just want to throw that out there because I know he's a Columbia guy. Absolutely, he is, and um, Columbia Central Hall of Famer. So um, yeah, we, <laughs> but I, we are going to get you back on, and we are going to get way deeper into this shot clock thing because I got some things to say. But um, for now, I know you got a tournament to run. Bruce Slatton, Executive Director of B-Cat Basketball Coaches Association of Tennessee, with us here on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. Bruce, we appreciate you. And again, we're going to get you back on real quick. That sounds great, Maurice. It's always a pleasure. And uh, uh, we're going to try to get uh, get some basketball done this weekend and uh, have a little fun, too, here. So uh, we appreciate you letting me come on. And, and man, we uh, you know we look forward to being back on with you anytime. Thank you, sir. Okay. All right. You guys have a good weekend. Bye-bye. All right. We're going to take a quick break and talk softball, uh, finish up what happened yesterday in that uh, TSCA event and – Talk about Haley Jones and Claire Woods. That's what we're going to talk about for a, a, about 10 minutes because it's a, that's about half as long as we could talk about them. But uh, we are going to take this break, get right back to it on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Stick around on the parks or on the, uh, <laughs> from the Lee, Lee Company, Company Studio. studio. There we go. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. school sports here's mo and chris welcome back into southern middle tennessee sports today presented by mid-tennessee bone and joint we are coming to you live from the lee company studio and the front porch sports headquarters right here on west 7th and columbia tennessee and wkom 1017 fm 
Happy to have you along with us for this Friday edition where it is another beautiful day in Columbia. Mo, it was a beautiful day yesterday as well. In Murfreesboro. I mean, an absolutely just fantastic day. That was fun. It, it was. It was tiring, but it was fun. <laughs> it, I don't know why it was so. Why it's so tiring? So, why are we so tired today? It was just draining. And, Sun, yeah. heat, and mentally, mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that that it was trying to trying to decide who was playing shortstop and left field and right field, and for all these teams, it was it was wild. It wasn't a whole lot of information, but you know, we did what we could. Like you said, the the highlight of the day was. Um, Summertown graduate Haley Jones edging teammate Claire Woods in the home run derby and then hitting one during a game to um, force some late dramatics in that third and final contest of the All-Star triple header. Yeah, we we actually broadcast that live and we have the, the call. From myself, you, and Lawson Smith. Yeah. Um, let let me preface this call. If we're get, we're getting ready to play this, we are. Let me preface this by saying we are not trained professionals. And this was just us having fun with some video. But here's what happened. Two quick outs here for Middle Tennessee All Stars. Not looking good for their hopes of taking back this game and stopping the comeback for from the West Tennessee All-Stars. But you do have today's home run derby champion at the plate. That's right. In and the tie ball game. Mo called if, it. If you're going to have anybody in the tie ball game in the seventh inning at the plate, the lady, the girl who hit 19 home runs in the home run derby might be the one you want. That's all I'm saying. Just saying. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> exactly. 2-0 count here with two outs, and that's going to be That's a shot hit. to center field way and back. That gone. is going to be out of here. Home, Home run, run, Haley Jones. Holy cow. That's exactly what we came here to see, folks. That's why we stuck around at the seventh inning. That's why we got you back on live here on Facebook. Our and Summertown friends. Straight over the boom boss sign. Give her a free pizza, friends. It is 6-5. to five. Courtesy of the Haley Jones bomb. Okay, so just to say, I, I tried to tag Boombaz yesterday on Twitter to get this girl a free pizza. Right over their sign. There you go. Hey. And, and the reference to that's why we got you back on live is yeah. because we had lost the stream. Um, Briefly. Yeah, earlier in the broadcast. So, um Kudos to Chris for being able to get us back on live, and not a moment too soon, obviously. Clearly, yeah, yeah that was that was pretty cool. And after the game, even though so they ended up they they took the six five lead, but West ended up tying the game in the bottom half, and uh, they ended the game with a six six tie. So yeah, that was in the top of the seventh. It was that the home run was hit. So um, yeah, the Middle Tennessee Stars lost. In the opening game, lost to the East 3-1. Only run scored on a um, Laura Miller solo home run in the first inning. Uh, Laura Miller from Forrest, who is headed to Middle Tennessee State, as is Claire Woods. Um, the East had the best day as they went on and beat the West All-Stars 8-2 in the second game. And Middle and West each wound up 0-1-1 
with their split there in the finale. So a lot of good softball though. Following that that West Middle game, they announced the team that would take on Kentucky, the Tennessee All Stars who will take on Kentucky. Uh that will be on June thirtieth at Warren South High School in Bowling Green. And among the participants will be Haley Jones of Summertown, also Laura Miller, as you just mentioned from Forrest, and Forrest Ashley Milligan. So some very local flavor sure. uh, on that team. For a full list of that team and recap of yesterday's events, happenings, um, check out the story on the website at sm-tnsports.com. I think fitting that the last at bat uh, that Haley Jones had was a home run. Was a home run. Now it won't. I, I don't know if they're gonna. I don't know if they're gonna have team. You know, I assume they're gonna have team uniforms I for Tennessee hope, and Kentucky. I would hope so. So that may have been her last at bat ever it, in a summertime uniform. uniform. Yeah, it's pretty cool. They were um, very sentimental about the fact that um, it was. Lady Eagles coach Greg Burleson that pitched to both of them in the home run derby as well. Um, Claire said it was pretty bittersweet that um, that was the case. And, you know, Haley hits 19 home runs to win it <laughs> in, in her first home run derby that she really did not care to participate in. Said her mom <laughs> wanted her to do it, so she did. And Claire, on the other hand, has been in home run derbies, said she'd never won one, and looked at Haley as she said it. <laughs> well, never... it was it was funny because... Finished with 17. Hit ahead of Haley. Yeah. I mean, right, right in front of her, Claire just absolutely hitting monster shots. Yeah. And then Haley comes up and hits four line drive ground balls to right field. Uh, and then next thing you know... She hits about 10 in a row. She found her stroke, man. <laughs> and that was it. And she then, found her stroke. I think Burleson kind of found her happy spot. And, and it was over. She she hit five home runs uh, in a summer in a summer league tournament uh, over the last weekend and then turns around and does this. Uh, so she plays on a team with a couple of uh, – with, well, Ashley Milligan from Forrest also – uh, Morgan Woodside, Albie O'Reilly, and Ashley Sensing from Summit. So that's a pretty cool little team there. Yeah, they play for the East Cobb Bullets. Um, they're playing this weekend down in Chattanooga. Um, Claire plays for the Atlanta Vipers. They are playing starting Sunday down in Columbus in a tournament. So huh. maybe maybe I should stop by uh, Chattanooga. <laughs> might, might, as, might as well take the camera with you. Oh, you never know. Man. Oh yeah. That was a it was a fun day yesterday. If you want to watch the entire second game, you can. You can actually watch the entire first game if you watch our show from yesterday because we just kept it rolling. We did we kind of did some play by play in that first game, but not as much. But in the second game, you can watch the entire thing on our Facebook page on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports. So check that out. Definitely do that uh, if you want to go watch them. Uh, check out our Twitter sm underscore tn sports for the highlight of that home run. Uh, we're going to come back and talk to Jeff Hem on the other side of the top of the hour, Nashville Sounds. They continue their game, their their series in Gwinnett. So we'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint in the Lee Company Studios. Stick around. 